as we look forward to thanksgiving and how God has blessed us. There are many among us, myself included, for whom the Mayflower and Plymouth Rock is not my thanksgiving story. So this morning, I would like to tell you a thanksgiving story. I'm going to read you a thanksgiving story, but it's really our thanksgiving story. Thank you. It's the story of justification by faith and the journey of a father in search of his wayward children who he just wants to take home. This journey of God, King David reminds us, is seen through the sanctuary. So this morning I'd like for you to turn for our scripture reading, which is in Psalm 77. Psalm 77 verse 13, a very quick but powerful verse. Psalm 77, verse 13 says, Your way, O God, is in the sanctuary. Who is so great a God as our God? Let's pray. Gracious Father and our loving God, indeed you are a great God, and there is none more worthy than you are. And this morning, Lord, as we look at your story, as we look at our story, Lord, I pray that we will see your love, we will see your gifts to us, and we will see our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So hide me now, Lord, behind the cross. Take away all the distractions, and may we hear, may we see, O oh Lord, just what it is you have in store for us today is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. I came here this morning expecting to use my computer right here, and that wasn't possible. <laughs> so we're going to do some gymnastics here as we go through. Our Thanksgiving story starts with God in search of a people who would live by faith and allow him to use them to be a light to the world in darkness. He was looking for a people who would live out the three phases of the plan of his salvation for their lives. His desire was for them that when they saw this beautiful plan of his, that they, they would want to have the Lamb of God, they would want to have the high priest of God, and they would want the kingdom of God in their hearts and not just in their minds. But the heart of man is deceitful above all things, and it's desperately wicked. As a result, we often became confused and started thinking, what they were supposed to be demonstrating to the world, what we are supposed to be demonstrating to the world, was what was saving us. 
God's people have always continued to struggle with, and we, with we have been saved by grace through faith. And not of ourselves, it is the gift of God. It's not of our own efforts, lest anyone should boast. In other words, we have and continue to struggle with justification by faith. What is justification by faith? Wow. <laughs> Sorry, we're, ah, there we go. <laughs> what is justification by faith? It is the work of God. It is the work of who? It is the work of God in laying the glory of man in the dust and doing for us what we cannot do for ourselves. When God uses his people to demonstrate an aspect of the plan of salvation to the world in darkness, it was never meant to be seen as we have to do something in order to help save ourselves. Did you hear what I said? We often think that when we are demonstrating to the world an aspect of God, the very thing we're doing is what is helping to save us. And that's not the truth. The truth of the matter is only God and God alone can save us. I'm having problems with my clicker here. God found such a man who realized he himself was a pilgrim and was looking for a better home and city in, to live in, whose maker and builder was God. So we are told by faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would, which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. This morning, I'd like for us to pay close attention. Pay close attention to the direction that justification by faith takes. As we start with Abraham, we're traveling which direction? West. This is not by accident. The sanctuary teaches the further we go west, the closer we come to God and to his throne. Why are we... <laughs> Will you guys up there click change for me? Not this one, not, not yet. This, I'll let you know. <laughs> Have you ever noticed the most beautiful places in the country are on the west side? Has anybody noticed that? <laughs> it is very true and it's not by accident nor is it an accident that the journey of justification by faith takes us in a westward direction it was designed to take us back to God and what better way than for nature to show us as we move westward things become more beautiful because that's the reality of our experience with God Next slide. And when Abraham was willing to sacrifice his only begotten son, his son of promise, 
Like, good. <laughs> We're struggling here. <laughs> Can we go back one? And, and when Abraham was willing to sacrifice his only son of promise, the God in search of his lost sheep found a man and his descendants he would entrust with the first phase of the plan of salvation. So God entrusted them with living out the sacrificial system in their day-to-day lives to teach the world that one day God himself would provide the sacrifice, Jesus, the Lamb of God. But God's people struggle with justification by faith. They kept forgetting it is the work of God to lay the glory of man in the dust. Justification by faith was to prevent man from trying to do something he was not able to do for himself. Which is, work his way out of the mess that he has created. Justification by faith is letting God do for us what we cannot do for ourselves. Next. Unfortunately, the descendants of Abraham rejected the sacrifice. They thought by performing these sacrifices and offerings was what was saving men and women from their sins, rather than pointing to the sacrifice God himself was providing. They could not admit their nothingness and their need for God and God alone to save them from their sins. So they rejected the Lamb of God. But God in his mercy, not wishing that they should perish, gave them three and a half literal years to reconsider this decision and their actions. But the stoning of Stephen, with the stoning of Stephen, justification by faith was no longer welcomed in the nation of Israel. And once again, God looked for a people who, like Abraham, would accept justification by faith, not justification by works. God found a group of people in the least unlikely of places among the very Gentiles his people were afraid of. They were willing to accept by faith the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ their unknown God. Not only did they believe in his finished work on the cross, they also believed he was their merciful high priest in the heavenly sanctuary. They must, there must have been joy in heaven when they called themselves Christians, followers of Christ, They also embraced the priesthood of Jesus and accepted the priesthood of believers. So as Peter said, they became a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So justification by faith started spreading in leaps and bounds, and it was heading which direction? Westward. 
Because these Gentiles believed Jesus was the only mediator between God and man, a God desperate to be united with his children entrusted them with the second phase of the plan of salvation. They were to shine a light on the merciful, compassionate, priestly ministry of Jesus in the heavenly sanctuary. Unfortunately, pride and arrogance from a deceitful heart got the best of Abraham's descendants in Western Europe. They rejected the priesthood of Jesus Christ. They thought their earthly priesthood had power to forgive sins and cleanse people from their unrighteousness. But God, in his mercy, gave them three and a half prophetic years, or 1,260 years to reconsider their decision. When they would not surrender the glory due Jesus as high priest and only mediator between God and man, justification by faith was no longer welcomed in the nations of Western Europe. God once again looked for a people who, like Abraham, would accept justification by faith, not justification by works. What is justification by faith? It is the work of God in laying the glory of man in the dust. Oh, how we struggle with this, don't we, family? It is the work of God and God only. So which direction would justification by faith go to find another group of people willing to live by faith alone? Your way, O oh God, is in the sanctuary. So God was looking for a people who would be able to represent the third phase of the plan of salvation. So once again, a God desperate to save his wayward children by the only means possible, justification by faith, found a group of people in the least unlikely place. In Europe, they call this place the New World. God found a group of protesters who not only accepted the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, but that he was their only mediator between God and man. They also believe they should have no earthly pope or earthly king to rule over them. They only acknowledge the king of heaven as their God. There must have been joy in heaven as they declared it was impossible to rightly govern without God and Bible. When God saw that these descendants of Abraham was willing to acknowledge that their style of government would only work for moral and religious people, God entrusted them with the third phase of the plan of salvation the government of Jesus Christ and his kingdom. Unfortunately, the descendants of Abraham, who said they were willing to live by faith, 
looked around and decided they wanted a different style of government. The people who once saw challenges, the people who once saw challenges and met them with faith and a quiet assurance that God would make a way out of no way are now looking back again to earthly governments to find a way out of the mess they themselves have created. Instead of demonstrating to the world that the king of heaven and earth had always and will continue to take care of them, they have elected to put their hopes and trust in summits, mandates, and executive orders. By thinking that their earthly government was the power has the power to save the world from the mess it is in, they, we, are rejecting the government of God is providing, which is Jesus. It's a familiar pattern, isn't it? And if the pattern is consistent, God in his mercy will give us time to reconsider our decisions and our actions. Family, this is where we are in this little story. A God who is still desperate to save us by justification, by faith. There is no further west to go, is there? Can we go any further west from the United States without running into the east again? There's no further west to go. There's no additional compartments in the sanctuary. Your way, O oh God, is in the sanctuary. So a God desperate to save us is going to have to make one last and final stand right here, right now in our lives. The book of Revelation speaks of this final stand by God, and it's called the 144,000. And God has promised to hold back the winds of strife and still until he has sealed his servants in their foreheads. The Bible says they will have no guile in their mouth. There'll be no deceit. Oh, family, I'm hoping that we will want to be a part of that group, that final group that God is going to raise up. So let me ask you, how is your journey in justification by faith? Have you accepted that you have been saved from the penalties of your sin by the completed work of Jesus on the cross? Have you been able to say you are being forgiven and being cleansed from the power of sin in your life by the priestly ministry of Jesus in the heavenly sanctuary? Can you say like Abraham, you're looking forward to that government, that city whose maker and builder is God? Or are we still thinking we can solve our own problems here on this earth? Your way, O oh God, is in the sanctuary. Are you prepared to follow the Lamb wheresoever he leads? 
Are you ready to obey every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God? And let the consequences, let the world deal with the consequences. Let us be faithful to our God. Let us follow him wheresoever he leads. Finally, are you ready to count all things lost? Things in the past, things present, things to come. Are you willing to count them all as lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Jesus Christ our Lord? Are we not tired of trying to help God out? Have we not seen the history throughout the Bible, throughout our own lives, what it looks like when we're trying to help God out, when we're trying to do for ourselves what only God can do for us. Family, it's time for us to accept justification by faith. Not because, it's a good, not because it is a good option, but because it is the only option. We can only accept the Lamb of God, the priest of God, and the government of God. And those all have one name. His name is Jesus. Will you accept him this morning? You and I, Thanksgiving story is still unfolding. And I pray we will all lay our glory in the dust. Let's pray. Father God, you know our weaknesses. You know how difficult it is for us to lay our glory in the dust. But Father, we plead with you this morning, please do for us what we cannot do for ourselves. Please lay that glory in the dust so that your gift of justification by faith, your sacrifice, your priesthood, and your kingdom can reign within our hearts. And we can leave this place this morning saying, the kingdom of God is within us. His high priest sits on our throne and his lamb has paid the price for our sin. Oh, Lord, we need you. We long for this to be fulfilled in our lives. And Lord, help us, please, so you can stop searching, so you can stop waiting to be reunited with the wayward children. Oh, Father, it's time for your, your wish to be completed. So, Lord, as we remember our thanksgiving, may we be thankful for your journey, your pilgrimage into our world. And may your will be done in our lives. This is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.